Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults and people who should know better. We really should have known better. I know. Had my daughter not lied to me, I would have known better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But my daughter fucking lied to me. This episode number 700. Can you believe that? I can't. 300 more to go. Approaching pretty quickly. Episode 700, rip off. Rip off. By the Swedes. Fucking Swedes. Aren't these the same people that made Let Me In? Or Let the Right One In? Um, Was that a Hungarian movie? No, I don't think so. I believe it was Swedish. Uh, Dragon Tattoo? Bullshit? All that stuff? I don't know. Sweden, I used to like you, but more and more, or is... well, we'll get to it. Maybe it's not Sweden. I didn't do not. that much. I didn't do that much research. Go to calls. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. rwtyshow at gmail.com. So, after our disastrous trip to the land of hipster bullshit, we decided that we would take the children out for a little event, right? Nothing right, one. So they she's, could have a little adventure. Right. Nothing one because she's not a child anymore and she's never around to do anything with them anyway. So whatever. So we decided we would take a long, long trek and go over to Legoland. The new Lego land that mm-hmm. just opened here in Dallas. Everybody was pretty excited about it. Mm-hmm. We had been told by Thing One, who had been there, that Lego Land was full of fucking rides and shit to do and cool things to see and mm-hmm. play with, right? Mm-hmm. We're all big Lego fans here in this house. So we pre ordered tickets. Now, about 80 bucks for four of us to go to Lego Land. A little bit less, but that's pretty close. Right. But we're like, eh, okay. okay. Whatever. It's not much more expensive than taking everybody out to eat. You know what I'm saying? Right. But we'll go check it out. We pre-order. We arrive a half an hour early for our time slot. Right. In the Legoland adventure. And yet the line says your wait from right here about an hour. Well, to be fair, they had three separate lines. One line was for walk-ins. Right. For if you, if you just, just showed up. For the moment, well, let's go to Legoland. Right. Stand in this line. Right. They had another line for those who had pre-purchased their tickets as we did. Or if you were going to purchase a, or if you had a season If you pass. had a season pass already. So you could stay in Correct. that line. Then the other line was if you wanted to purchase a season pass. Now, season passes are 180 bucks for a family. Right. And that line was very goddamn short. Very short. And they kept walking by every five minutes going, uh, you want to buy a season pass? You can get in the short line. Yeah. And I felt like just saying, if I give you 30 bucks, can I get in the short line? I know it's not a season pass, but it's more than you're getting out of me now. Can we just do that? Exactly. No? Okay, fine. So we're like, okay, fine, whatever. We'll wait. You know, surely this line right. will go faster than the other line since we've already paid. Right. I'm just waiting for my turn. You would think nobody is going to be in this line that's not waiting for an assigned time slot. Right. Which means I might wait for half an hour, but when it says three o'clock, I'm going in. Right. Wrong. Mm-mm. No, doesn't Mm-mm. fucking matter when your time slot is. Does not fucking matter. You're going to get in that line and you're going to wait. Just like everybody Just else. Just like every fucking other person in there. <laughs> and the way I thought they would do it was go through the line. Like, okay, 
Six Flags has a thing where you can reserve times to ride rides, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a special place, and you go to that place, and they go, is it time for you? And you go, yes. And they, you show them the thing, and you go. Right. Here, they take one person from the I just walked up line and one person from the I got a ticket already line. Yeah. So you wait, and you fucking wait, and you fucking wait. <sighs> so here we are with our pre-purchase tickets, and we waited an hour. An hour. And it was an hour and 30 minutes before we actually got well, all the way through the line. No, it wasn't. It was an hour before we got up to the ticket counter. Yeah. So we get to the but ticket counter. The end of the line. Well, I know, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to explain how this works in case you ever go. You will not be misled as I was. We get to the, the ticket counter. I hand him the thing. She goes, okay, here's your tickets. Stand over there. Where she had pointed was around the corner and there was nowhere to stand because it was already full of fucking people. Mm-hmm. and there's standing, kids freaking out because oh, kids you know they've been standing shit. in line for an hour already right. people screaming there's literal really shit on the floor small in there Ken points out and goes don't step there there's human <laughs> yes. shit on the floor so we're we're corralled in with all these other people waiting 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 right there by the ticket counter we wait there for 15 minutes and finally they go okay come on you move into another area that's got a lot of lego shit in it right legos hanging from the ceiling lego mm-hmm. doors all this shit but then you realize this is just another holding cell. Right. You're not going anywhere. People were not happy. They're like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Right. So we wait in line for an hour and a half. Then we come in and I was like, are you just going to open the fucking door? They open the door. We go in. And I was like, okay, cool. Let me go look at some Lego shit. No, no, no. no we're going to do some kind of. It was like an introduction to Legoland. Well, yeah, and it's, and like it's a, fine. An it's interactive thing for the little right, kids, which is fine. Right, but maybe it doesn't need. It. Maybe it doesn't need the last twenty minutes. You know, maybe you don't need twenty minutes of some guy talking to you about press the button. Yeah, because it was just all the you know ploys right. to keep you at bay while right. everybody else enjoyed the rest of Legoland. Right. And even the parents of the little bitty kids were going, "This is fucking ridiculous." Some dude. people bailed. Yeah, so people just like, I'm just going to leave. Yes. I paid my money and I understand I'm here, but I'm out. Yep. So we wait through. We get a special commemorative Lego brick, mm-hmm. which is not the same size as the other Lego bricks. I don't know why they would give it to you because it's not going to work with the rest of your Legos. Assholes. And then we go into this little ride. And I was like, this really seems like I'm just going to be corralled through Lego land at a, at a snail's pace and then ejected unceremoniously at the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, this, you- this better not be yeah you go follow through, me you do shit in order and now you're done mm-hmm. right however now that i'm at the end i almost wish it had been that way so <laughs> we get on this ride and it's like a little shooting ride has nothing to do with legos and i mean zero to do with legos you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. zero to do with legos we ride the ride is fun we get off and we we realize our choices are really, there's three things you can do now. You can go to Miniland, which is like a mini version of whatever city the Legoland is in. Which was super cool. That part super cool. was extraordinarily cool. They had every landmark and some shit I'd never even seen in Dot from Dallas. Right? Right. Very cool. Day, night cycles, lots of shit moving around. Extremely cool. Other than that, your choice was do some Bob, watch some Bob the Builder movie. No. Or ride a, a merry-go-round. A merry-go-round. That was my other choice. Ride a merry-go-round. I didn't want to do either one of those things. So we moved on to the Lego Cafe. No, I'm not going to have a hot dog at the Lego Cafe. Fuck you. That's not going to happen. 
or build a race car, a little race car that you could build and race on one, one downhill track done a total time from through the doors to out the doors, 18 minutes. Yep. We, so we waited an hour and a half to get in and we were literally done in less than 20 minutes. The worst. The worst. And, you know, it was like we were probably done after about 10 minutes, but everybody was afraid to say it. We were walking around going, there's got to be some more shit. There has to be some. There has to be something here. Something. No, there's nothing there. We were there. grasping for straws. I mean, I, I was looking at stuff and I was like, okay, let's, look, let's go look over here. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's all it is. And here's the problem I have with it. This whole Legoland experience is geared towards kids that are about five years old, right? Right. And like, Everything. You know, it is good if you have small kids. There will be things for them to do, but right. honestly... Legos in the United States are not for five-year-old kids. The kids who are into Legos here are older. Duplo is for five-year-olds. You know what I'm saying? Your, your Star right. Wars 500-piece kit right. is not getting sold to a fucking five-year-old. No Death Star. Right. Yeah. So then we get into the Lego retail experience, which I'm like, okay... The rest of this is bullshit, but maybe at least there's going to be some stuff in the Lego store that I don't, I couldn't get at Toys right. R Us. Like exclusive right. kits. Like, like the, mm-hmm. the master's class kits and stuff that are really cool, but you would have to order them online. You never get to see them, right? No. Right. No. Exact no. same shit that you could buy at Target. And they didn't even have like the super cool Legos that there were none of no, the. Nothing. The, the electronic ones. None of that stuff. No, was nothing. There. Nothing cool. So here's the thing. I love Legos. I love building stuff with Legos, but really that soured me. I don't want Lego for my birthday. Oh, I was going to do a Lego tree for Christmas this year too. Go right ahead. I'm not so sure. (laughs) (laughs) It was seriously, seriously disappointing. And the problem was it wasn't just us. No, there were people that were in line with us that were done when we were done too. And they had little kids. Yeah, they so. were just, everybody's just like, are you fucking kidding me? And the problem, I will reiterate that the problem I have is that none of the shit inside Legoland, other than Lego Miniland, right? Mm-hmm. Which was, that was really super cool. Has anything to do with Legos. And I mean nothing. Well, that's not true. The, the Lego the, racers did, right? Well, they had like the ball pit or whatever, which was actually Lego bricks. Right, but that could have been, it could have been, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jump in the Lego pit. <laughs> Yay, I love stepping on those. <laughs> but what I'm saying is there was no Lego experience. I, I honestly expected that in one room there would be a giant pile of Legos for people to build shit with. That doesn't seem too far-fetched to me. How about you? Well, they did have a building thing. That's where the only kids for, had the wheels. Only for, the, only for little cars. You built little cars and you raced yeah. them down a little thing. And then they had the, um, you know, like the playground tunnels like they have at McDonald's, which they had shut down, by the way, for was, a poop cleanup. Because somebody, <laughs> somebody had shit inside of it. And again, what does that have to do with Legos? Nothing. Yeah, it has that, nothing to do that with Lego. definitely didn't. So that was, I mean, it wasn't just that it was a ripoff. It, had, it was so tangentially related to Lego that it could have been anything. It was seriously disappointing. And, so you know, that, the problem is, is they're not going to get people to go back. The people that went there had a terrible time. Oh, my God. Nobody's ever going back. They none, won't. Of the, none of the people that we were there with today will ever go back. It was the worst. It was unpleasant. It was uncomfortable. And the whole point of making people reserve tickets is so, so it's not supposed to be ridiculously crowded, right? Right. But it didn't work. No. So fuck it. 
And I'm really glad. I had, I had honestly tinkered with the idea of just buying a season pass. Right. Because it was roughly a season pass would be a little more than the cost to go twice. Thank God I didn't. I know. Oh, my God. I wonder if they would have given us money back if you went through the first time and you go, yeah, forget it. That's yeah, not no worth it. Oh. If any, if, now the Lego lands in like Florida and shit look like there's stuff to actually do there. But the Lego land in Dallas is shit and don't go. Don't go. God, it was disappointing. I had Lego blue balls after that. I was like, I'm going to get my really Lego. And, I was and like, we all oh. felt really bad for you. And the, the other yeah. thing is, is we were trying to find something to purchase in the gift shop. And everybody's like always gaga over the little keychains. And you wanted Darth Vader. Do they have it Because thing one has a Darth nope. Vader. They didn't have any. Nope. 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 Weird. <laughs> I don't, why wouldn't they have those? And one of our kids buys a, bought a Lego thing. It's not even a Lego thing. It's fucking Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at it, I was like, that's not even a Lego minifigure. That's just a Buzz Lightyear. What the fuck? How did that even get in here? Ridiculous. Fuck you, Lego. More than half of baby boom generation mothers support adult children financially, and 60% are the go-to person when their grown kids encounter problems, according to a survey issued on Thursday. That trend contrasted with the 86% of those 46 to 65-year-old women surveyed who said they were fully independent of their own parents by age 25. We wanted to get the hell out as soon as possible, said Liz Kitchens, a partner in the Kitchens Group, a public opinion research firm in Orlando, Florida, that conducted the survey. Yeah, fuck this. Yay. I do like how it says more than half of baby boom mothers. The dads don't? (laughs) Well, I think as far as being the go-to person, the mom is going to be the problem solver. The mom's going to be the one that they're going to cry to, complain to. You know, but if okay, let me put it this way: if thing one moves out and I find out later that you're supporting her financially, you're gonna be supporting her financially. Two of you'll be living together. I don't really think that's gonna happen, especially with thing one. Now, thing three, she might be a different story. I don't know. No, no, nobody's gonna be a different story. I'm not gonna let my kids do the kind of shit that we see all around us right now. Those people are horribly stunted. You know what I'm saying? Thing one has friends that I firmly believe will never move out of their house. They've become. Don't you have some friends that haven't really moved away from their families? I mean, think. No. They've they've all moved out. Think about it. (laughs) I don't have any friends that are still living at home. Not a single friend of mine that still lives at home. They may still be doing jobs they were doing 20 years ago, but they're not. They still kind of lean on their parents quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Their parents don't support them. They're out on their own. What are you talking? There's, there's somebody that lives down here that is full grown and has always been kind of wishy washy. You're gonna have to spell it out for me later because no, I don't anyway. know. What I don't know what you're talking about. There's not not friends of mine. Yes. I don't have any friends down here. <laughs> I don't know even know what you're talking about. Anyway. I really do wonder, though, that if, like, this economic collapse that we've had is going to make a whole generation of losers. Because they're not even going to fucking try. And I'm not even 100% sure I can blame them. Well, I think it is a little bit hard to be motivated when 
at every turn you hear doom and gloom stories about the economy and job situations and yeah, it's weird i don't know what to do especially for the youngish crowd you know when when you graduate from high school it's like the world is full of hope and promise and you're enthusiastic and then somewhere you know in the next five ten years kind of get kicked in the ding ding yeah but i think it would be better if there was just a law that said when you turn 18 you have to go to college or you have to move away from your parents by at least a thousand miles it would give people some kind of motivation to do something well maybe parents are just making it too cushy for their kids and they just needed to start making it as unpleasant as possible so they want to get out well i will tell you this and i told thing one of this too kids are going to start pulling their weight around this house way more than they do right now i'm really tired of the free ride for kids there's going to be they're going to be doing a lot more of the stuff that you do period period i want them to when they turn 18 to go well i'm going to go do this at my own house now you know what i'm saying i'm not i don't want them to get the idea that well i'll just stay here because mom washes my dishes and cooks my food and cleans my clothes and gives me a place to live and pays for my tv and pays for my phone you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna do that anymore like thing one i'm gonna slowly nobody knows this plan yet it's my plan but i'm gonna slowly start phasing out shit that i pay for not immediately but as she gets closer to graduating from college like let's let's do it like this her sophomore year i'm not paying for any of her car insurance anymore junior year i'm not paying for your phone senior year you have to sleep in the garage so but so they get slowly weaned off and prepared for life in the big time. You know what I mean? I've also thought about doing this really kind of mean thing where I start charging her rent, a nominal amount of rent, but then I keep it. And when she's ready to move out, I just give it to her. Just so she feels like she's, you know what I'm saying? So there's a little bit of a squeeze, but I'm not being a total dick. Yeah. You don't look like you agree with that plan. You're giving me the... Glare. I don't think she's going to be around until she graduates college. I don't. I I think she's going to move out. And then somebody's going to flake out and she's going to be right back home. Okay. <laughs> her I, sisters will kill her if she does that. Well, so. I already told her. Because she was talking about moving out this summer. I said, that is fine. I support your desire to get out on your own. I'm a big fan of that. As soon as you say you're leaving, one of your sisters is moving into your room. Oh, yeah. They've all drawn up plans on how they're going to decorate. And if you decide you want to come back, you have to sleep in the little kid's room again. Sorry. That's not unreasonable. I don't think so either. Next story. Match.com says it will begin cross-referencing members against the National Sex Offender Registry after a lawsuit filed last week in California in which a woman claims she was raped by a convicted offender she met on the dating website. Mandy Ginsburg, president of Match.com, U.S., said in a statement Sunday night that improved technology and an improved database now enables a sufficient degree of accuracy to move forward with an initiative that had previously discounted because of the background check's historical unreliability. It can't be that hard to cross-reference the database. I'm going to sound like a dick, and I'm going to make everybody mad. I don't think they should do this. I do not think it's the Internet's responsibility to protect you from people you meet on the Internet. Do you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, but I also don't think that convicted sex offenders should be able to troll around for her. Okay. You, if you're a convicted sex offender, you can go to the bar, you can go to the grocery store, I know, you can it, go to coffee shops where women will meet you. But you also have to be identified. You have to, I mean, you have to disclose when you move into a neighborhood. Correct. So why shouldn't you have to disclose that when you're online? People should have the ability to know who they're talking to. Right. But here's, here's it's like, I should be able to know if my neighbor's a sex offender. Okay. Because, and we've talked about this before, sex offender is a wide, wide fucking category, right? Let's say you're out on 4th of July or St. Patrick's Day, downtown Lower Greenville, right? And all the porta potties are full, so you decide you're going to go in the alley and pee against the wall, right? And a cop sees you. Uh-oh, you're a sex offender. I understand right? that. However, I believe that a lot of the registries now are actually going into detail and telling you what the offense was. But they're, they're, Match.com is just going to say, if you're on the fucking list, I don't give a shit why you're on the list. If you're on the list, you don't get to be at Match.com. Period. Whatever you did, you don't get to be here. Not to mention the fact that I would be, I would be willing to bet, and I don't have any statistics to back this up, I am willing to bet more women are raped by non-sex offenders, people that aren't on the list, every year, than dudes who are on the list. And I really think that it is going to give people a false sense of security, thinking that the people well, I agree meet, that that is probably a side effect. But you're right. right. I mean, people do need it's due diligence. If you're worried about that kind of thing, maybe you shouldn't be doing that. My, my thing is, if you meet somebody online and you're going to meet them in person, you a should not go alone. And B, you should check it out. Just like I think if you're going to date anybody, you should check it out. And I, my concern, like I said, is A, a bunch of people are going to get branded unjustly by this. And B, a bunch of chicks are going to get themselves in trouble thinking they're safe. It's not a good idea. We cannot well, make the you know, You're also making the assumption that all the sex offenders are male. It's not necessarily the case. Okay. But I, I think you would not hesitate to agree that 95% of people on the list are men. Well, yeah. Well, I okay. was just reading about a case today about a 17-year-old girl, or maybe it was a 14-year-old girl, right? that basically abducted a 17-year-old boy and sexually molested him at knife point. Was... What? I'm just saying there I'm are not, females, I'm not saying I'm not... female sex offenders. I, I agree, but it's a small list is, is all I'm saying. It is. And I would be willing to bet that nine times out of ten, they're not going to end up on the sex offender list because they're going to plead out to something less. Well, I mean, she's a minor, of course. Right. Too, so. I, I don't know. And I don't even care if it's if it's half and half. I'm saying people are going to get branded incorrectly. And people are going to think that they're safe when they're not. You, the, the real solution to this problem is have a thing on Match.com that says, for an extra $15, would you like to do a background check on this person? You click it, you get a background check. You know what I'm saying? your own responsibility to watch out for yourself the world isn't here to make everything nice and soft and cushy things are tough things are weird sorry figure it out you know well i mean that's true you don't get that kind of disclaimer either when you're dating going on a blind date no when you meet people in a in bar when, life, you're, when yeah. your friends set somebody up when you set you up with somebody 
When you're out of town at a convention and you meet somebody, there's thousands of times when women meet men, nobody's standing there going, one second, let me run a background check for you. This person's not safe. It's not the way the world works. You are responsible for your own safety. And in this case, I doubt that she did any checking at all because the check to see if somebody's on the sex offender list is free. Right? Just put the name in and the state in which you live. Done. So, and I'm not blaming her. I understand that you don't expect that you have to do that. But like I said, you but, can't make you know, the whole world. By the same token, not all sex offenders are really good about checking in. No, they're not. They're not. I'm just saying the whole well, sex offender registry thing is, is weird and it's problematic and it's just a dangerous thing to get involved with. My suggestion, do all your sexy time overseas. So then what happens if they do cross-reference? And then there's another case of rape through a match.com matchup. Now what? Oh, you mean just like a normal dude that wasn't on the list? Yeah. Well, there's nothing now you can do. Saying? Well, that's what I'm saying. That was my point too. You're only as safe as you make yourself. And and people that are on the list at one time were not on the list. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? There's a first time. Yeah. Right. So would you, are we going to predict? This person looks like they might be a little rapey. Yeah, now you get a little profile app. Yeah, see? Slippery slope. Glad you came over to my side. Next story. A couple who lost custody of their baby daughter to her surrogate mother have been ordered to hand over more than $500 a month maintenance for the child. That's 500 pounds. Closer to $1,000. Okay. Today they spoke of their... You told me that earlier today it was 500 so I just said that. Okay, I'm sorry. Today they spoke of their disgust that they will be forced to pay for someone else to raise the child they will never see. The father, a leading chef, said the decision by the child support agency added insult to injury and that he would appeal against it. Right. So this these people... They had six miscarriages. Did I tell you that? Mm-mm. He and his wife had six miscarriages. So clearly, something wrong with the combination of sperm and egg there. It's not going to happen. Right. He is the biological father of a surrogate's baby. Okay. Right. So the surrogate is the actual biological mom. I believe so, yes. Because apparently they said, Why don't, let's not mix these mm-hmm. two together anymore. Let's get some new blood in here. Fine. She carries the kid halfway through. She says, I I, don't, I want to keep the baby. I'm going to keep the baby. And the court says, she gets to keep the baby, and you have to pay child support. I think that's just so incredibly heartless of the surrogate mom. I mean, I can understand where you have that. It's not the first case. No. Where that right. maternal instinct kicks in, and you just don't want to give up the baby. Right. You're playing with fire anytime you're involved with somebody else having your baby. You're playing with fire because things happen inside a woman's body that affect her thought processes and what seemed like an easy 10,000 bucks at the start of it, right? Turns into this is my baby because it's growing inside you. And I can totally understand that. But if you decide to take somebody else's baby and this baby is not all hers, the dad is the, the guy is the biological father. No, which is why they awarded child support. Right. But he never gets to see the kid. He's not allowed, any, he never gets to see the kid. He's not allowed to have time with the kid because they're afraid to take off with it. Mm. I, I don't think you get to have it both ways. He I, should be able to have at least supervised visits. He, he should get the kid. He, it sh- it's oh, his kid. I don't kid. think he should get to keep the kid any more than she does. If he, How, I'm just saying, she has 50% of the genetic material involved in this child. Okay. 
So she has just as much right to the child as he does. Except for she signed a contract that said for X number of dollars, I will give you this baby. But she was there. I think they're always allowed a certain amount of time to back out of the deal. Right. I'm just saying. You I'm were saying, saying that she right. should have to hand it over, but I, I don't think that's true either. I, I just don't. I just don't think. I don't think that in any way should it be right for somebody to agree to do something, get paid for doing their part, then back out of the deal. And as a bonus for backing out of the deal, they get paid more forever. She'll get this money for until the kid is 18. Yeah. I'm not saying that's right. I don't think, I think it's mean to have taken a child away from yeah. the mom that wanted one. And yeah, then to penalize them financially for the rest of forever. Yeah. You know what I think the answer to this is? Uterus factories. I don't see any reason why we couldn't take cadaver uteruses, right? Keep them alive, just like an organ donation, right? You take the uterus, you keep it alive, you pump blood into it or whatever else you have to do. And if people can't have a baby on their own, they come in and they plop their juices up into the the robo uterus and nine months later you, you get a baby robo uterus never changes her mind you know why not no why not it's like growing them in tanks and it's stuff. growing it's it in a not... human uterus which is where they're supposed to grow oh. just because that uterus is outside of the body who cares i i don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon I think it's gonna. <laughs> I think that's gonna be my new my new plan. You you know you could even go one better and graft human uteruses onto a cow. It's like you'd have a cow with like fifty uteruses hanging out of it, and grow them. In that. It's a good idea. It's it's the future. That's where our kids would all have their babies. You know it. Our kids would be like, I don't want to actually get pregnant, but here you go. I want a baby. <laughs> Make it out of my stuff. I don't know. It's a good idea. Yeah, there's stories over there. Mm-mm. You play Mortal Kombat with me? No. Um, you know, after I play Mortal Kombat, though, I like to act it out. So I'd get some safety. Yay! Gear. I'd get some safety gear on. Ooh, you know what I just got? Oh, what? I got an email from the place we stayed asking me if I would like to put a survey in. Oh yes, I would. Oh yes. A survey. Yeah, the hotel in Austin sent me a thing. We would like you to fill out a survey oh, for your recent no. visit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll send you some free coupons for free stay. Not. <laughs> I don't even want to say they're for free. I'll sell them. I would never say there again. All right. If they want to call us, we're going to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. If you'd like to invest in my bovine robo-uterus factory idea. Please uh, send me an email. Where would this in the email? RWTYshow at gmail.com. Don't forget, you just blue red icon, leave us a review on iTunes, vote for us on Podcast Alley. You know what to do. All right, Kimley. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing 2. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. 
Vote for us at podcastalley.com.